are tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. I am so excited on this Tuesday morning to be with God's children. Every one of you who have tuned in to make your day count. Because this is all life is about, Diane. I'm going to make my what? My day what? Count. count. Today. Because when my eyes is closed and my last breath is gone, I can't make my day count no more. So I better make it what? Count when? Today. Today. Today is the day. This is the day to make my day count. And I'm encouraging all Make Your Day Count family to tune in day after day, months after months, year after year, listening to this broadcast. One message. Make your day count. count. That's it. We must find our never the less. Come on. When it seems like nothing is working, when we've tried all that we could try, when we're disappointed, we must find our never the less working at his word. Find your never the less on today. I love what that. What did God say? Yeah, I love that on this Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. What is your never the less this morning? Mm-hmm. Find that never the less mm-hmm. word. Although this disease it's not see it doesn't seem like it's going. I pray and I pray. And it's still there. The pain that I feel is still there. Find your nevertheless this morning in God's word. Nevertheless, I will trust you, Lord. Nevertheless, God, at your word, I am going to what? Trust you. Peter says, Lord, it never worked. <laughs> All night it didn't work. All night I toiled, and I didn't catch anything. You know, Lord, I have an empty boat. But it comes to that. But nevertheless, at your word, I will do it. Oh, how many of us has come to that place where we need to find a nevertheless word? I love that, Diane. Mm -hmm. A nevertheless word. word. (laughs) That's it. That I can hang on to. I got to have a never the less word where I can say, I know it's not working. I know the pain is still there. I know the emptiness is still there. I know the brokenness is still there. But nevertheless, according to your word. Your word. And Moses was moving on and nevertheless Come on. Word. word. When he was in the wilderness and he had that encounter in Exodus chapter 3 with mm. the Lord, it was nevertheless <laughs> at your, your word. word because Moses had all the excuses. He went down the list of excuses. <clears throat> he reasoned back and forth with God to try to get out of doing what God was calling him to do. He gave him all the reasons of why he was not qualified to do it. But at the end of it all, it was nevertheless. Jesus Christ, when he was going to the cross at the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, Lord, if there's another way, let this cup pass for me. But nevertheless, at your word, if it is your will, I surrender to your will, to your word. Nevertheless. So Moses is going to be our focus today. He had a never 
nevertheless word, word from God. He knew what he was called to do. He was called to move from the place where he was in the wilderness to go back to the place of his greatest fear, to the place of his greatest defeat in Egypt and be a leader to bring God's people out of bondage. So nevertheless, at God's word, he went to do what he was called to do. And he brought the people out. And there was a specific way that they were, he was told to bring them out. They were to bring the wealth of yeah. Egypt yes. out with them. So here we are. We're going to land in Exodus chapter 14 today. <laughs> and we're going to start at verse 5. Come on. So after they, they came out, the children of Israel came out of Egypt with the goods yeah. of Egypt, with the riches of Egypt. <laughs> of Egypt. Yeah. Pharaoh decided, uh-oh, what did I do? I want to go pursue them. I want to go get them back. So that's how sin is. Sin wants to pursue you. Sin wants to get, get you, you back. back. Sin does, is not happy about you being released, you being free. See, Sin wants to come get you back. So yeah. sin was pursuing them here, starting in Exodus chapter 14, verse 5. Now it was told the king of Egypt that the people had fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people. And they said, why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? So he made ready his chariot and took his people with him. Also, he took 600 choice chariots and all the chariots of Egypt with captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with boldness. Yeah. So they're going out with boldness, boldness. Yeah. but this pursuit is coming after, after them to try to capture them, to bring them back to bondage because sin did not want to let you go. Verse 9, so the Egyptians pursued them, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and overtook them camping by the sea besides Pi-Haroth before Baal-Sephon. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. So they went from being bold, bold to, to be being afraid. very afraid. Look at the difference between those two, Diane. From being bold, they went out with what? Boldness. Boldness. Confident. When somebody is bold, we're going to stay there just a couple of minutes. When somebody is bold, they're full of confidence, and there's what? No fear. A person that is bold has no what? Fear. They're ready. They went out with this boldness. But as they continue on that journey, and now they look back and they saw the enemy who they know. The enemy is that this was not somebody they didn't know. They saw the enemy who they know. No. The boldness left them. <laughs> and fear came up on them. Go ahead, Diane. I just want to bring that point out. Verse 11. Then they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you dealt with us to bring us out up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better off for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. So, 
So hold, hold mm -hmm. your thought there, mm -hmm. Dan. What did they see? They didn't see anything else but what? Debt. Mm -hmm. Two things they, 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 they see. One, our word that we say, leave us alone. Mm -hmm. That was our word. Sure word. We got a sure word. Leave us alone in Egypt. <laughs> and you have a, not a word which seems like it's not working. <laughs> that's, that's what happened right there, Dan. Mm -hmm. You know, because Moses has the word of God that he tell Pharaoh, let my people go so that they will worship me. Take them out. That's the word of God. Okay. The word of the people is, leave us alone. <laughs> Let us stay. So now, those two words are going to converge now. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Diane. And uh, we could find, I'll find ourselves in a place yeah. where it seemed like it's easier yeah. just to stay in the struggle. Yeah. Because there's such a, a, a space that has to be um, overcome yeah. in order to get to another season, in order to get to another level. Yeah. So a lot of times, people just become comfortable in the midst of the bondage because it's familiar to them. And at least they had this, at least they had that. And they don't have to put forth, they don't have to converge with anything to go a new route. Okay, They're okay. comfortable in the place where they are. So they, even though they knew that the situation was not good, good. they were still comfortable there and it was familiar to them. So then they said, well, why you even brought us over here? We could have died over there. Yeah, because we're going to die right now <laughs> in the Red Sea. <laughs> but Moses had a nevertheless word. word. He had a word from God, and he had that experience where he had personally moved from a nevertheless word. Yeah. He ain't feel like coming from the wilderness back to Egypt to go get them. But nevertheless, yeah. at the word of God, he went. And he saw the results of moving in the word, word of, God. of God. So he was able to encourage them when they didn't even want to be encouraged. So verse 13, and Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you, sh you shall see again no more forever. So Moses, he already had his nevertheless experience. Yeah. He didn't think that he was qualified to go back to Egypt. He didn't think that Pharaoh was going to um, going to heed what he was saying. He didn't think that he was going to be able to demonstrate any kind of power to be influential. He didn't think that he had any good word to say. That was where all the conversation points between Moses and God in Exodus chapter 3, chapter 4, when they're having that conversation back and forth, when Moses is being honest with God and he's telling him how unqualified he feels for the assignment that he's being sent on. But nevertheless, at the word of God, Moses went. So now he has this experience back in him that when he went there into Egypt, there were those demonstrations of power at the word of God. Nevertheless, at your word, word, the 10 plagues, whatever God said, it came to pass. He saw that. He saw that the, the sorcerers, the soothsayers, yeah. that they tried to mimic different plagues. But when it got to a point, they can no longer mimic the plagues. They, were, they saw the power, the demonstration of the power of God, that it surpassed, that there was a difference between the people of God and a difference between the enemy. There was a difference in the land with God. So Moses is moving in that confidence of the experience of a nevertheless word. He moved when he ain't feel like moving. 
He moved when he didn't feel qualified to move. So now when they're giving him all this resistance, he has the confident testimony that if you move on God's word, you will see the results of what God says. Because what does he tell them? Stand still, still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. today. So Moses knew it wasn't him. He had that revelation that all this power that was being demonstrated, it was nevertheless according to God's word. Moses already knew he was not qualified, that it wasn't him, that it was the power of God. So now he's given that part, that testimony, that power, that account onto them. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, for he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. Verse 14, the Lord will fight for for you you. and you shall hold your peace. That is the nevertheless word of God. The Lord will fight Fight for for you. You shall hold your peace. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go go forward. Do what I told you. Move according to my word. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless. At my word, the bondage of Egypt is behind you, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots and his horsemen. And that's exactly what what happened. happened. Nevertheless, at your word. We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard. We meet Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. And we would love to see you this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Make your Thank day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321 638 0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Will and Duff with Keller Williams Space Coast Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world. And Waylon specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home, as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Waylon Duff can be reached at 321-536-5973 or visit waylonduff.kw.com. Waylon Duff with Keller Williams Space Coast Realty is your local realtor who provides all you need and the time you deserve to get your real estate purchased or sold.